morning, encouragers. Welcome to the Encourage Her podcast. Season three is here. Holy girl summer. Welcome to a summer full of developing habits to become more holy. Let's not worry so much about the exterior this summer. Let's focus on our interior. Let's be whole and healthy. I can't wait to get started. Welcome to season three. Hey, encouragers. Good morning. It's Joe. Welcome back to the podcast or welcome for the first time. If you're joining us for the first time, we have been pursuing a perfect God in our imperfectness this summer, and we're calling it Holy Girl Summer. We're attempting to share with you stories of women who are walking with God, and some really beautiful conversations came out of that, as well as some really practical ways that you can pursue your own holiness, because even the word holy, it's it's God, right? God is holy. But as we're trying to pursue a life that looks like a holy life, um, we're imperfect, and it's hard. So to hear from other people on how they're doing that has been really a blessing to me. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the conversations. If you have not listened to our previous uh, podcast this summer, please go back because there was some really golden stuff that came out of this season. Um, Such wisdom shared, encouragement. I felt just truly inspired by just talking to some of my girlfriends and I hope you really enjoyed it. Um, Today, I just want to share with you as we continue to pursue our Holy Girl Summer, I want to share a little experience that happened with me this week that reminded me of another way we pursue holiness or something that helps us stay strong in our pursuit of our perfect God. So this week, we took our kids to a restaurant, and to get to the restaurant, we had to park in a parking garage. And I am not a big fan of parking garages. We have a big car because we have four kids, and I just get freaked out by the height. (laughs) I don't know if you're like me, but I like insta claustrophobia. It just freaks me out. But we're in the structure and we're walking down the parking garage to get to the lower level. And it's, you know, shaking if you've ever felt felt that before. And I have um, of my four children, one tends to be a little bit more um, anxious or worrisome. And he like notices it just as I did. And I'm like, it's all right, bud. Actually, the building's kind of supposed to sway. That is part of its structure. It's freaky though, right? He's like, yeah. It's like, but it's okay. It's going to stay solid. It just sways a little. He couldn't handle that. He's like, what do you mean it sways? It moves? Like it's actually moving? I was like, I know. I'm not comfortable with the idea either, but it's true. So when we got home, I was like, you know, trying to explain it a little more. And in my failed, you know, attempt to talk about architecture or structure, because I know nothing, um, I went on the Google, right, which knows everything. And I found a few different definitions, but I was looking around in my nerdiness and I found that, you know, when you create a structure or when an architect designer creates these structures, there's two different kinds and they're actually called a non-sway structure and a swaying structure or a braced structure, which is the non-swaying one or an unbraced structure, which is the one that sways. So that's kind of interesting. And as I was reading more about it, the actual definition, I'll read it to you. It says a frame. So if you picture like a parking garage as a frame, a frame is considered to be a non-swaying braced 
structure because it is sufficiently braced by lateral bracings. Um, and these are elements like structural walls. On the other hand, frames that provide lateral resistance only through the columns, like the vertical columns, are considered to be sway frames because they're unbraced. And, you know, my brain's kind of crazy and I, it, God uses it to just connect to scripture. And it doesn't happen all the time or with everything, but every once in a while, God will just be like, do you remember when I talked to you about this in my scripture? So, so random to me, but he instantly brought John 15 to my mind. I spent the spring in a study by Beth Moore called Chasing Vines. I highly recommend it. But it talks about the vineyard, which is um, basically the body of Christ, the church and its people, and how we grow in our relationship with God. And she uses John 15, the verses from John 15, the vine and the branches, as her um, foundation for her book. And instantly, like this thinking about this structure that is braced and non-swaying and a structure that is unbraced and swaying made me think of the visual, if you can track with me, of a vineyard. So when I saw the word lateral, because if you can picture a vineyard, often you see um, the trellis, which are like these T structures, right? It's like a post with a little horizontal slat at the top and you see the vines growing. What you often don't notice until you get closer is there are several lateral lines, almost invisible, holding the vines up. So yes, there is a vertical column structure, but then in between there are these horizontal lateral lines that help the vines grow, okay? And they're braced, they're secure, they're stuck to the trellis and they're growing up with the support of the trellis. So I hope you can picture that. And as we learned about the vine this spring with Beth Moore, something really stuck out to me. And it was the visual that we had looked at of vines trying to grow. So you picture a little grape seed. It's a little bud, right? And it begins in the ground and it sprouts and it grows up and it starts to cling to the vine. It starts to cling and grow a vine, I should say. And it starts to cling to the trellis and it grows up. And it can only grows up because of the structure it is attaching to. A vine would not grow up and be fruitful and be able to even grow grapes and hold those heavy grapes if it wasn't for the structure of the trellis. So as it grows, it depends upon the structure. And particularly those horizontal lateral lines, those elements, those lateral elements of the trellis help the vine cling. Okay, so it's braced, it's secure, it's steady, it can continue to grow because of that. And we watched this visual of this little bud, as I said, just start to break, become a shoot, begin to become a vine, but then the winds blow and they sway a little bit. You know, the leaves go all over the place. The vine moves and shakes as the wind blows. You see the rain and the, the leaves start to fall a little bit. But it is able to stay strong and continue to grow because of those lateral elements that are tying it back to the trellis, helping it cling to the vine, continue to grow. And then eventually, as it matures, it grows fruit. 
So I want to read to you now that I've said all that, I want to read to you from John 15. And um, just a little background that I learned during the study um, is that, you know, you hear the olive branch a lot in the Bible, but the vine and the branches and the grape um, seed and the fruit, the grapefruit is like the most often used visual when it comes to plants. So God used this with intention and often um, for lots of different reasons. It's a beautiful metaphor for how we are to walk with Jesus and grow in our maturity as a Christian. So just listen out, listen up as I read John 15. I'm starting at John 15, 1. It says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it may be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Remain in me, and in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. And here, ladies, he's talking about the gardener is God. Okay, the vine is Jesus, clinging to Jesus to be able to grow in your walk, right? And God is there as well, watering you, um, giving you sunshine and nourishment. He's created a foundation, a root, a soil. He chose a place for you. He planted you in a certain place, right? Maybe you wouldn't have chosen that place or that soil, that childhood, that upbringing, whatever that looks like for you, but he chose that for you and he wants you to cling to him. And when that wind comes and your vine shakes and your leaves wither, you can stay strong because of him. And the only reason you can produce fruit in your life, and here he's talking about spiritual fruit, is because of him. You can't produce it on your own. The vines cannot hold the weight of this beautiful fruit to share with the world without the support of the trellis and the vine. And the spiritual fruit he's talking about here is the fruit of the spirit. So things like goodness and kindness, gentleness, self-control. Um, and those are things that we're capable of as humans. Kindness, we can be a kind person without God, sure. But is it going to be transformative kindness? Is, is your kindness actually going to be from God to someone else? Are you in the spirit in your kindness towards someone else? Or are you doing it, you know, just for selfish motives and to look good, right? Um, that's what he's talking about. Like that kind of fruit, the life-changing, transformative from God fruit that you are capable of growing when you are in Christ and being trained up on the trellis, right? Clinging to the vine and continuing to grow. But guess what those lateral supports can be, right? We're picturing the vineyard. Does, it, does a vineyard grow alone? Nope. You never see a single vine growing by itself. It grows together with other people. And this whole summer, you've heard from lots of my friends. These are women who I've um, done life with. I've gotten to know They've poured into me. I've poured into them. I didn't always have that. I didn't always have these women in my life. You've heard from several of them. Wise, kind, fun, interesting people that I adore and I call my sisters. I didn't always have that in my life. I didn't have that support system. And you need it, ladies. You need that lateral 
bracing element because you will sway. You have the foundation, which is your faith, right? You have the structure in place, which is Jesus and God, but sometimes you'll sway. The winds will blow. Life is hard and you need that lateral horizontal support, which are other people. You need sisters in Christ. And I'm not excluding brothers in Christ. You need people, right? But sisters in Christ, it's a special relationship to have women in your life who can remind you of the truth, help you continue to pursue your personal holiness and get stronger in your faith. They can share their stories with you of what God's doing in your life as we've done this summer because that just spurs us on, right? It almost makes us jealous like, wow, you had that experience with God. I want that too. It reminds us to get back into his word. So ladies, next time you're in a parking lot or you see a vineyard, I want you to remember that that vine can only stand sturdy because of the structures that are in place. Do you have those lateral horizontal relationships in your life? Do you have people in your life who can pour into you? And if you don't, just as I did many years ago, begin praying, begin praying for that lateral horizontal support. You may have the vertical relationship with God. You may have that relationship with God, but you need people to do life with, to help support you, to help you stay strong when you begin to sway. When your branches begin to wither and fall because life is heavy and hard, they're there to support you. Yes, you've got the true vine. You've got Jesus. You've got God, but you also need sisters. And one of my um, core foundational reasons for starting Encourager is that we can be that for you. We can be an encouragement in your life to help you continue to want to pursue your faith, to share with you, to clothe you with strength, to clothe you with wisdom, to clothe you with inspiration, to keep on going. So ladies, pursue your holiness. Keep going. Go back. Listen to podcasts, right? Listen to the podcast that we gave you about practical pursuit and keep going. Thank you for listening today. I pray that you have a fantastic Monday. Monday is the best day. Just ask me. I love it. New chance, new shot, new week, new you. Next level. Let's go. Love you all. I'll see you again. You'll hear from me again, rather, (laughs) next week. Have a fantastic day and get out there and be a woman who encourages another woman. for joining me today. It was fun being together. I pray it encouraged you. And now get out there and be a woman who encourages her. Did you think of someone while you listened to this podcast? Share it with her. Help us spread the mission. You can also go onto our website, www.encourageher.net to find resources and even apparel to help you encourage her. Have a fantastic Monday, and we'll see you again next week.